0: Welcome to X-Men Evolution episode 19 of Cyclops is Waiting for Me, an animated X-Men podcast recap. I fucked all that up. <laughs> I am JC. It's been a long week. It's it's prep for, for Halloween right now when we're recording this. Rod is making moves and being at YouTube studios, getting shorts lamps and such. And I'm Rod. Also, this nice sweater that
1: I'm wearing right now, it's the only clean sweater I have right now the day it got cold in LA. And I move my hair for an audio only podcast
0: yeah i, I was <laughs> going to let that slide but you saw the look on my face well
1: yeah no it's cool I'm, I'm grateful the youtube shorts team is or program has pulled me in so i got i say class inauguration i think that these are like i don't know if it's weekly or something but there was only like half a dozen of us that let's, we couldn't have been the entire year's let's, class.
0: let's say maybe semester Maybe your short
1: semester. Something, yeah. Something did you did minute. you
0: drop a scoreboard on your teacher?
1: <laughs> no, but we took a lot of, I don't think our facilitator at YouTube was prepared for how much content everyone was gonna make walking through the lobby. Right. I, I think it was supposed to be like a very short, like orientation trip, End up being like a two hour content making journey. Camille was very nice. She was awesome and super patient with us. But anyway, everybody's so super talented. It was very, very cool to be there with that, that group. If you wanna see more about that, it's on my Instagram, smiley photos. In front of Google and YouTube, just go back a few weeks at this point, right? Yeah. As of recording, found out that the next few months are going to be very busy for my life. So it's true. I'm crossing my fingers that 97 doesn't drop in this specific time period.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because our our time frame to record episodes gets truncated, and we can't yeah. batch record at that yeah. point. And just to to date the episode, this is going to be middle of November. If you are going to be in Los Angeles and want to see us, we are I definitely am. Rod, I'm ch- convincing to come down to it, but we're gonna be at LA Comic-Con in some capacity. No idea what we're doing while we're there yet, but yeah. yeah, we we're we're gonna be down there. And at the very least, we'll stop by and say hi to some of our fellow X-Men peeps, like, you know, Michelle Waffle. And I know they're doing a Hellfire Gala walk, and one of the the girls has made a Krikoan gate that will be there like the like the plant gate and stuff like that so yeah
1: Yeah, i'm gonna make a concerted effort to be there at least for one of the days i feel like literally the least amount of effort like the least that i could do because i haven't been to any other comic-con at all so going to one day of one sounds feasible (laughs)
0: Oh, and it's going to be Jordan Olson, who's a phenomenal cosplayer. I've seen Jordan do Dazzler. And then she also did the Hellfire Gala look for Rachel Summers, I believe it was at San Diego Comic Con. So very cool.
1: Yes. Hopefully we'll see you there. And yeah, come say hi. Yeah, just tackle Rod. If you do, just know I'm going to have anxiety attack. <laughs> don't
0: don't tell me that, because now I'm going to pay people to do it.
1: Cyclops is Waiting for Me is our weekly podcast series, where we're going back and watching every single X-Men animated episode we can find, along with some bonus episodes. Our first series started with the original 1992 X-Men the animated series, building up to the release of X-Men 97, which, like we just said, is not released as re- recording right now. That may be different when you're listening to this. I personally am hoping not because I'm
0: very busy, but we'll make it work either way. This will come out after the finale of Loki. And my theory is if there's any shot of it happening before the new year, it's going to drop literally the week after Loki. It have
1: to be. And also like
0: because that gives it like six weeks before Christmas, basically.
1: Yeah, and but I also feel like that's both either unlikely or if they do it then... The most they, likely. <laughs> they are counting on the show not doing well, right? Because isn't that kind of like a, like a graveyard for new shows is like the holiday season?
0: Sir, that is when Hawkeye came out and I will fight you. Well, that was also a Christmas show. Shut you know? up, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but normally, because like all shows go on like a two or three month hiatus, right? Like over like thanksgiving-ish through the new year the old school
0: method yes but that was in the time before streaming
1: i even feel like like streaming well i guess they were on tv too but like the streaming shows i watch i feel like they they took breaks like over at least november december but i don't know i it just i i was thinking like the old thinking behind it is that everybody's gonna be busy with like social things (laughs) or enough enough of a chunk of audiences be busy with social things that like a brand new tv i don't know but I'm still
0: offended that you like lumped Hawkeye into the dead zone.
1: (laughs) But see, but also it's an annual thing because I actually like rewatching it each holiday season Mm -hmm. because it has all the components of like those movies that we grew up watching like Home Alone and stuff. So I think it's like a trade off where like it was in like the dead zone, but it was also a holiday show. And also like it could kind of be played year after year at least to a point.
0: Also, reminder for Rod that he should, by the time this episode comes out, post the remainder of the Lego opening reels that we haven't posted yet. (laughs) I have...
1: I'm going to be honest, I've totally forgotten about that. But That's I, why I I'm saying it on a recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I will make my best effort to remember I'm Sorry, to you've that.
0: been doing custom edits on the other dumb shit we say, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. Some reminders, we're a recap show about a series that started over 20 years ago. There are going to be spoilers, and if you don't want to spoil it for you, make sure to pause the podcast, watch the episode on whatever platform you choose, and then come back. We are currently not sponsored, probably or will ever be, affiliated <laughs> with Marvel, Marvel Animation, Disney, or Disney+.
1: And don't forget to follow us on social media, at Cyclops IWFM Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Threads, X. Every day we're waiting for that thing to die, and Facebook. I have not logged into X in I think now months. So
0: yeah, I I'm did sure see. I did see some comedian said a great couple's costume would be Elon Musk and a dead bird. Oh no, that I mean, that is kind of funny though. Right? I don't. I don't. I, it's got to be somebody who doesn't actually idolize him who's doing yeah. it. But God, that's a great combo. Yeah. And isn't, are they, did they
1: announce or he announced or something that they're going to start charging like a dollar a year or something?
0: Because they said they were going to do it to like counter bots and stuff like that. But I don't know. The second but, they I'm, charge me a dollar for that piece of shit, I'm just going to not right. ever log back in. So, <laughs> and of course, make
1: sure to follow us on all your favorite podcast services, especially
0: X podcasts, right? Watch that be the next step. He's going to There's <laughs> gotta be, he <laughs> wants it to be the all in one for everything. And it's like, you can't even get text, right, bro. Right. So. On to our show. Today, we're going to be talking about Season 2, Episode 6, titled Adrift. It aired on November 3rd of 2001. Currently sits at a 6.2 star rating on IMDb. And because this feels like a question Rod would ask, I looked in advance. It is one of the two lowest rated episodes on IMDb, along with the next episode that is airing next week in a recording order perspective.
1: I can see that. I don't know about the next episode, but this one because you warned me this was kind of a weird episode, and I thought weird as in like it was going to be like like Mojo
0: Verse weird, yeah,
1: yeah. And instead, it, it was we essentially got Evolution's version of Castaway kind of if anyone wanted that story.
0: Yeah, the big v- the big villain of this episode was the weather.
1: Yeah, and somehow Storm was very minimally involved. She was like. You
0: know, however, what is that, 4,000 or 5,000 miles away?
1: Yeah, yeah. But that's what I mean, though. Like, they, it wasn't even, like, written into the story about what it was. But, yeah, anyway, I assume that this was taking place during the holiday break. We can get into that as the episode goes along. But I was trying to, like, time it, like, when this was happening.
0: Yeah, I felt like it was winter break. So it wasn't, the like, the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, you're in the second semester or third semester, depending on how your school was set up. And it was, like, that mid-February break.
1: Oh, Okay. So, like, when I was in college, we had January off, basically. So, like, kind of, kind of like that or something.
0: Right. But then we, like, you know, you would get, like, a l- in high school, you would get, like, that week off in, in February, too. Yeah, yep. It's
1: been a long time since it's been in high school. I can't even remember if we had that or
0: not. My cousin's kids, who are just getting into college, and I remember, like, that was a whole thing mm. for them. So, gotcha. But the episode kicks off where it's windy, and there's storm clouds, and it picks up over Hawaii. And I was like, cool, we're getting Alex back. Yeah. <laughs> My note was, like... Back in Hawaii? Right. Cuts to the news. There's 60 mile an hour winds. And then there's going to be like a big like storm surge and, you know, everything like that. I did love how it showed it was 76 degrees in in Los Angeles. Oh, that's accurate. Yeah. And then you realize that Scott is watching this on his computer. So he has amazing Wi-Fi happening on this beach.
1: Now, that was my other other thing was like live streaming from the
0: middle of the ocean not i mean i was honestly just impressed by the feed from the news thing right let alone the 360 gopro that's on the front of alex's board (laughs) which is streaming to his computer like what audio with with great audio (laughs) the video wasn't choppy it was i mean dude that that was premium tech
1: and with 2001 so this this was so incredibly rare, like you you had to go to like certain places for Wi-Fi, you know, and then home, I think some homes had it, but it wasn't like the default just yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, around this time in 2001, not every home still even had Ethernet connections. Like yeah, right, a lot of people, up. yeah, like it was starting to become more prevalent, but it was not the standard yeah scott is calling out to alex and being like yeah let's make this one the last wave and then alex basically gives some kind of like you know the bigger the storm the bigger the the waves are going to be and then proceeds to catch a big wave and fall off his board like a doofus i I know real life surfers that are like that (laughs) yeah and then scott runs to the to the edge of the water drops the laptop on the sand and then doesn't see alex and that's the that's the cut to the animated intro
1: is it terrible that my first gut reaction was i was already in a 2001 mindset and i was like that computer is like three thousand dollars at that time man i'm sure your brother will be fine i
0: think scott's worried about the really expensive camera equipment right on there the front go. of the board because yeah, yeah. Dude, i mean imagine like the quality of gopro that had to be to be able to broadcast to his computer it's like mm-hmm. a three thousand dollar camera setup at minimum
1: minimum yeah. and also super stealth and this is just headcanon i'm writing in because when we see the board there's nothing on it no there was there was
0: there was it was like a little like like half bubble on the front of it oh i'm gonna have to go back and look you have to go back and look because i i was very sure also there's a thing later in the episode i'm gonna need you to screen capture for the real but yeah so it's kind of like a dark cliffhanger ending of like oh he might be dead Mm -hmm, but nobody's
1: dead on the commercial breaks or the intro cliffhangers
0: come back from the intro Scott is yelling, which we know he's really good at, and then we we see that Alex talking through on the laptop and and stuff. But he mentioned he's being pulled out to sea on a riptide.
1: That's, that's fucking scary. Uh, yeah. I've never been in there personally, but like I remember when I lived on the East Coast and we swim in the ocean, people would warn us about that because it would catch you like under your feet and stuff. Yeah, and you just have no control.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I I was friends with Shad Gaspar, one of the the pro wrestlers at wwe and shad actually was was killed in a riptide a couple years ago like 2020 he i want to say yeah oh no yeah he had he had gotten his kid out of the water to the lifeguard but the riptide pulled him and they you know we didn't know until like two days later like where they found him so it's it's crazy how strong and dangerous that is because you just think oh it's it's water it's the tide you could just swim out of it I don't think people realize just like literally how strong a riptide is when when it gets somebody.
1: And just water currents. Yeah, exactly. They're so strong they like dictate weather a lot of times.
0: So Scott's instinct is, you know, the proper instinct, which is to call the harbor patrol. And Alex doesn't want him to. He's like, no, just come get me instead. And Scott's like, cool, I'm going to break and enter into a dock and, and steal a boat.
1: That was the wildest thing, I think not not even because it was that crazy but because it, it was scott it was scott and it was so sudden because it was just like the only re- reason that alex didn't want the Harbor patrol to be called he's like that'd be dumb i'd be embarrassed come get me and so scott just it's almost like a video game mission where he, he turns around and he's like okay blast through the barn thing or whatever the covering for
0: the dock and well, he, he, he blasts the in the front door and then shoots out the back door on the yeah, boat. Yeah,
1: just destroy eviscerates everything.
0: Yeah, he does it with his blast, too. He does it like he he doesn't just open the front door. He literally yeah. like bla optic blasts his way through it. So I was like, OK, well, we know what the we know what the one thing that gets Scott to break the rules is, is yeah. his brother being in danger. Yeah. So Alex uses his power to shoot up a flare and Scott uses that like to try to like hone in on his position. Alex is pretty spent and that's when he also starts losing signal. And when that happens, Mm -hmm. Scott does what he's supposed to and calls the harbor (laughs) patrol. But it's mostly static that got through at that point
1: because they're so far out. If Alex is losing signal at close proximity, Mm -hmm. then I mean, I don't know how radio signals work you know, a detailed level, but I'm just assuming like they're like way out there at this point.
0: They're starting to get out there. And then also you have the interference from the storm. I'd imagine is a big piece of that too. Yeah. You and I should never be on a boat together without somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing. I feel like we would die i mentioned
1: this i want to say two episodes ago zombie apocalypse i lose my glasses nature takes me back i'm in that pan over at the beginning of the movie You're like when the virus took over i'm the third corpse
0: just <laughs> story. you just ran at the zombies to get it out of yeah. the
1: way oh yeah it was it john green said that or whatever in this case like with a boat survival thing i'd be like i'd try my best but at you the just point, start
0: drinking salt water
1: right at the point it became detrimental to anyone else that was with me i'm like guys just let me go like it's a bit better for everybody <laughs>
0: And we're gonna, we're gonna be like Rod. We have to eat somebody, right? I'm willing. I don't know if I would recommend it. And then we get the X wipe transition over to the institute. It's snowing out. Was it Kitty is is on was, the phone? And so surprising. W- and it's Lance who's asking her to go to the mall. Which that scenario for a normal couple at that time is really common. That was the last time. Like that was like the regular thing to do on like we're too young to drive teenage date.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because there's so many... Like, you could go to food court and then, you know, I don't know, kind of know each other's interests. And it was was a space that your parents would be okay, like, leaving you at because it was semi-public. Like, it wasn't, like, you know, a closet in the basement of some friend's house or whatever.
0: Or, like, the malls that are around today, which are mostly just ghost towns in certain areas. I did like that Kitty, as, as she's talking to Lance, yells at Bobby to hang up. Because I don't know if you're aware on this... But Kitty and Bobby have had relationships in the comics.
1: Oh, okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I I, I
1: wonder, too, because I I loved when I saw that, because that just took me back to childhood. If you show, like, my niece is nine, would she know what was happening there when she yelled to get off the phone line? Dear
0: God. You know what I mean? No, you just broke me, dude. You're spot on. Yeah. I mean, how many... Houses have a landline still at this point with kids in them because if if you have kids, you're probably roughly our age and or 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 your your brother's age. Like, does your brother have a landline? If he does, I don't know the number. And yeah, you you probably have his number and his wife's number, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah.
1: and even my my niece. God, this made me feel old. Has she has been, a cell phone now not quite yet but she has a Facebook kids messenger account mm-hmm. that she can message me through which makes me feel a little bit better because her mom has to manage it for her right, right. I was not ready to get a DM for my niece no but I I just wanted because like not only that that if it's in the house to begin with but enough people to cross lines you know using it because it, I think at the like most people I know that, that I know personally that have landlines it's like kind of a fail safe yes. no one uses it most people probably don't know the number it's just like oh, if I don't have service or something, there's something, you know, people can call here or it's like what they give telemarketers or. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, but I, that was, it was just, it was just as common as like dinner, you know, to yell at people to get off the line.
0: Right. Yeah. I got it. Hang up. Yeah. No. Yeah. The best part would always be they pick up Usually you put the phone like away from your mouth and then you yell it through the walls <laughs> yeah. when you literally could say it into the phone to the person who's listening. And our instinct was just to scream because we were embarrassed.
1: Or I, I, we didn't have this in our house because my brother and I weren't really like we were five years apart. So we weren't trying to use the phone with friends at the same time too often. Yep. But like I know in movies and stuff, there would always be that trope of like whoever was on the phone before would pretend to hang up, but then keep eavesdropping.
0: Yeah. yeah. So we assume that bobby does actually hang up lance wants to take kitty in the mall and then kurt shows up steroided out of his mind and i wonder Ki- where they're going with that and then kitty's like i'll think about it bye and just literally <laughs> drops lance instantly from that hormones are a hell of a drug man dude it's, it's into the the furry guy right right kurt just kind of like puts the claim on it that it's happening because he's been working out and it's like kurt we she she's she's not stupid. She's not going to fall for this. She just a danger room training with you this morning. Yeah. And then the image inducer starts rubbing off and then Kurt leaves and he's trying to mess with it and then it like blows him up to like giant size.
1: Yeah. We talked about this a few episodes ago but like the you remember what time period this was is like the, the fat jokes you know were like the low-hanging fruit yeah
0: spike made a comment that was like oh you got to stop eating those hamburgers or something like that uh, burger bombs yeah which i actually remember that specifically because i was like i want to know what those are because it,
1: those are one of those it's like food and sex right that's one of those things that's either like the best thing ever or the grossest thing ever depending on who you are right because it sounds amazing or gross kind of like taco bell right depending on if you're
0: okay it's a burger inside of a puff pastry oh it's a real thing dude there's like a bunch of fucking recipes for it that's
1: mm, okay well maybe i know what i'm gonna do for thanksgiving this year
0: okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean if we do thanksgiving again this year at my place you could definitely bring that
1: (laughs) Oh, sweet. I mean, I wouldn't recommend me making them, but maybe I'd find somebody. (laughs) You bring a date
0: to Thanksgiving just so they can make burner bombs.
1: Yeah. Or no, I mean, it's it's saying like find a place. We're in L.A. There's probably some local place that like makes them really nicely or something. But then the other thing, like when he became like they they basically just made a blob. But there was like I want to say it was like timpani or some instrument that was like the joke instrument as he was like stepping to like accentuate it and stuff. And oh, like that
0: weren't weren't. Or, Kinda, yeah. Or, yeah
1: and it was it, i mean at the time it was like kind of funny and now it's like okay i i like though that we're in 2023 the physical mockery is like becoming like less and less like a go-to <laughs> funny you know comedic trope yeah
0: and stuff yeah it's like a movie like shallow Hal would not be made today
1: yo i saw some clips of that just came across my tiktok for you the other day and like i already
0: remember it not being that great yeah. afterwards and that it felt uh, worse yeah just, it didn't Ooh. get paid better. <laughs> i could see that so jumps over you see gene is watching the news and it's about the the hurricane it mentions that the harbor patrol is telling people to stay out of the water because they're dealing with a lot of different rescues gene's like well at least scott is smart but alex is probably a fucking idiot and then she turns and gets the shit scared out of her because kurt has what is best described as big head mode from nba jam yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it and, felt it felt like NBA Jam or didn't Mortal Kombat have that as a code at one point where like uh, like Mortal Kombat 3 or something where they had big head mode? I want to say
1: one of the characters had like a friendship or fatality for that. I know that I know definitely one of the, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 or 3 had what they called a Fergality, And it was one of the developed, like one of the programmers or developers, somebody on the team was something, something Ferguson. And so they used his face. Yeah. And it was a gigantic head on a tiny body. And I know, I know that definitely happened. There might have been like another like friendship or goofy.
0: Or maybe it was like thing. a Mortal Kombat kart racer. I just remember seeing Mortal Kombat characters with giant heads for their bodies. There, there was some of that in one of the 3D era games
1: that I kind of missed, but I caught up on like later. It was like a mini game. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember seeing clips of, like, Sindel racing or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, that I wish they'd bring some of those games back. But you're right on the money with the NBA Jam. Yeah. I think that's definitely what it looked like. I, I'm not even sure that he knew that that's what was happening. I
0: felt like he was just messing with shit, and whatever happens, happens. Okay. Yeah, so jumps back over. There's these, like, massive waves. Scott is mostly getting static, and he gets Alex to shoot another shot up there. And then Alex yells, and the board starts to go under you know from his amazing camera that is sending great footage while underwater i I love this camera i want i don't think that camera with the broadcast capabilities exists like for a reasonable price today i feel like yeah that's that's a question we
1: didn't think to ask or forgot about with steven was like where did the idea for that even come from you know because i know it's sci-fi but like and it seems normal now but someone had to like Think about that. Then
0: I mean, we were talking about the technology of the like the in-wall TV that was yeah. artwork that turned over into into an actual television.
1: Yeah, and some of that stuff, like normally technology has, has been predicted, is a version of it. You know, we have our Apple watches and smartwatches now, and like there was kind of a shade of that in like Dick Tracy, but it's not the same. You know, it was like a little. It, it was is different than what we had predicted because we were limited to that time's technology and stuff, but
0: yeah because dick At- tracy it wasn't video it was just like a phone basically yeah
1: yeah yeah and and then like you know communicators and stuff like that like everything was like the idea was there but it, it executed differently in the future but like with the gopro thing they pretty much got it with yeah except, like way better it. quality like,
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, the GoPro that I got when I started shooting stuff on Whiskey and Waffles, like, I could have it broadcast from the GoPro to my phone, and I would use that to, like, frame a shot, mm-hmm. but it was never even in, like, real time. It was always, like, a half-second delay yeah. and stuff and like then, that. I don't... And was there audio on that? I don't think there was audio, was there? It would record the audio, but I would not yeah. hear the audio through the phone. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, stream it. <laughs> right, yeah. And wow. it was not two-way communication either. Right, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't uh. even think about that. So somehow
0: Alex is able to see. Ah, I didn't even think about that. So what is Alex seeing? I don't think Alex was seeing anything. I think he was just Just getting Scott's audio. But that is still wild. Yeah, it was still two-way audio, one-way (laughs) high-end video
1: broadcast. GoPros now, or GoPro-type devices now, don't have two-way. Nope. Oh my
0: God, okay. Nope, it's amazing. At that point, we know that the Harbor Patrol has sent out a helicopter that's looking around, and they do not see Scott and Alex. Alex does... Get to the boat, and then they start to see more big waves. Jump back to the Institute. Gene and Beast are watching a snowball fight. And then I put Bobby cheats because that's what Bobby <laughs> has done in this show so far. Bobby just likes to cheat in anything athletic, I feel like.
1: Okay. I, I thought you were going to say, like, there's some implication of, like, the re- the date he was on earlier is like, oh, he also cheats in relationships.
0: I mean, I haven't gotten that yet, but it's entirely
1: possible. I love my note here is that back at the mansion, it's snowing. The kids are having a snowball fight and plasma ball fight. An energy fight and lightning fight. <laughs>
0: okay, so Bobby's chucking the snow. There is a fireball, which we've established. Magma is Sun's, one of the characters. Oh, Magma. Then there's the character that Rod has not figured out yet.
1: Okay, was that the electrical one?
0: It was the second one that had a oh. very specific sound effect. Okay. And then there is the guy who I told you about was named Berserker, who does not exist anywhere else. But I'm I'm assuming you did not pick up on the audio cue no i didn't okay I didn't we're know. gonna keep the mystery going okay it's an
1: ongoing thing. we'll see how many weeks it takes me to figure it out
0: yeah like add a little like post-it note of the times where john has referenced this character yeah. and then it's all gonna come back and you're gonna be like god damn it beast is like nah i gotta show these kids how it's done and he grabs a snowball and then he uses his feet to make a bigger giant snowball that like it basically was the size of a body of a snowman and just yeah. chucks it at hopefully bobby because i feel like the others would die and that's that's where
1: i noticed the beast had like the gorilla hand feet yeah like they were
0: ginormous also i love that there's a this. proper name for that by the way i don't know what it is but it's a term of having the ability to use your feet like your hands and i don't remember what that's like called. opposable thumbs on your feet it's a it's a more scientific term than that but okay. there's that's essentially what it means yeah
1: i also love maybe i'll have to go back and see if this is like visual enough to make into this but i feel like it, i love that beast kind of does the hold my beer but it's like hold my cocoa to gene here hold this and then he goes shows the kids
0: where the did the bite. first hold my
1: beer come from i don't know i i feel like i read it like in posts, in memes and shit yeah, right I, before I, I don't feel like i've like seen i didn't see it first on anything
0: holding holding origin of hold my beer it looks like it just started from like a still image oh it's like one of those old meme yeah images. like one of those like yeah, that's that's like a 2005, like, meme generator meme type thing. I love um... Like, next to Velociraptor. <laughs> At that point, Spike pops by and he's like, Gene, you should come inside, maybe. And you see that Storm and Xavier are watching the TV. And they actually, like, straight up know that Scott and Alex are missing. Yeah. From, again, what is it, 5,000 miles from New York to Hawaii-ish? Yeah
1: and also pre social media times yeah their people closest to them are finding out through the news instead of like authorities
0: but also i feel like even to this day like you don't there's no way that big of a hurricane there's only two people missing let's let's oh, be oh, let's gotcha, be totally gotcha. realistic yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of fucking people that are unaccounted for in a 60 uh-huh. mile an hour hurricane in that area
1: Unless they had such a forewarning, and they were like, these two dumbass kids.
0: The Coast Guard said that they had tons of people that they were saving, and they couldn't even keep up oh, with it. Oh, okay. So they saved everybody uh, else except for these two dumbasses.
1: Yeah. Well, because, like, you know, like, with hurricanes, is like, the they do hit suddenly, but like, I feel like, when I lived on the East Coast, we had, like, a three or four day warning, I think. Nine times out of ten, they literally ended up being nothing, other than a rainstorm. But you mean, like, when we of, had
0: her a quake? I mean, we had a quake, and did have a lot of rain. We, we had a quake and then where we were in the valley it was uh-huh. kind of just aggressive drizzle yeah I mean
1: I had enough rain for like leaking but that's just rain in LA right. but like that one out of ten times when it hits for real like you you appreciate that like three day yeah. heads up they're probably like these two kids didn't evacuate the Hawaiian beach that was de- dead in the center of the hurricane
0: the newscaster is like probably just like pouring themselves whiskey off camera and is like right. hey, should probably be fucking dead <laughs> this is they kind of asked for it obviously everybody's <laughs> nervous and Storm is off to prep the jet.
1: She's like, "Well, this has to do with weather, so I know I'm on this mission."
0: Yeah, <laughs> you cannot throw Wolverine at a storm cloud and hope to solve the problem. <laughs> Hurricane
1: and tidal waves.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he
1: starts trying to claw at the tidal wave.
0: <laughs> well, the last time it didn't work out well for him when he went to Hawaii, so he's probably like, "Fuck oh, that's this trip." True, I didn't think about.
1: It. Yeah, the last time they ran into Alex was not a great experience.
0: Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. No, he got yeeted off of the jet. Yeah. And then had a fight saber tooth, and then he stole a helicopter. And his claws got bent. Yeah. That couldn't have felt That part still, like, makes me, like, (laughs) cringe, man. Again, one day we will do a video episode of this show, (laughs) but, like, I literally just, like, did, like, the whole, like, shoulder shudder as I said that out loud. And that was, (laughs) like, literally eight episodes ago at this point. Mm -hmm. So, back on the water cyclops and alex are on like this huge huge wave and they essentially like go down the front of it and as they're doing it the boat runs out of gas
1: which i guess that means well either means it, it's feasible that it means that it wasn't fueled properly because scott just stole it and
0: yeah i'm assuming like you, a fully usually fueled. people don't like do a full refuel when they're locking up their boat for the hurricane
1: yeah yeah and then i figured the other scenario was like it was like trying to show the passage of time like it had been a couple more hours yeah or
0: something. Yeah, and it was also like only like a single engine boat, so it's not like that thing has a ton of like runtime on low fuel. So mm-hmm. also, he kept like gunning it too, right? So it's like he's definitely burning fuel on it. It's just kind of like being on an open highway and just going at full blast as much as you can.
1: Yeah, and Scott uh, yells at Alex like find a find a gas can- or fuel tank or gas can and stuff because he just knows that they they got to be out there.
0: Yeah, so a huge wave basically like just misses them another big wave starts approaching him from the front and then scott uses his power and kind of moses is the giant wave he like literally like shoots it down the center to to prevent them from just getting smashed this was
1: simultaneously the coolest and dumbest thing like i loved it in the sense of like if you were there that was probably the coolest shit ever because like you said it was like a moses moment and that beam went Through the clouds. Like, we didn't see where it ended. In theory, it doesn't
0: end until it hits something or dissipates. So,
1: And then, on the other hand, it's kind of Cyclops' version of what we were just making fun of Wolverine, like, trying to claw at a tsunami. But it was effective.
0: Yeah, it actually works. (laughs) But the good part of it is it does actually signal the helicopter that they are like, that's a weird flare.
1: I like their reaction. They they didn't just take it. It wasn't like the scoreboard in high school. They're like, what
0: kind of flare is that? (laughs) Yeah. These kids got a fucking laser pointer because... It's, a, it's the same kids who have the amazing camera. So, of course, you would have the great laser yeah. pointer.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The one that, like, you're not allowed to, like, point to the sky because it could take down, like, a plane or a helicopter.
0: Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> it distracts pilots and shit. Yeah. At that same time, we see that the jet is approaching, which makes me think that this thing flies at supersonic speed because it is oh, yeah. coming from New York to Hawaii. So it's got to be, I, I, I don't even know what that speed is, but it's got to be, like, Mach whatever the fuck it is to right. be going that fast.
1: It's like that meme of someone doing the math of how fast Jasmine and Aladdin are going during Whole New World. I think
0: Matt Pat did that in a video.
1: Oh, probably. That's probably where the meme got the information from.
0: Yeah, he—he. He, I want to <laughs> say he did it in the past, like two months or so, give or oh, take. Oh, that recent. It's there, there pretty recent.
1: Yeah. There was something else, like on an older meme that I saw that had the. And I don't even know if the information is right because I didn't care enough to like double check the math. But it's, just, it's it's kind of funny because they go like globally.
0: Well, like, I, still... I think it basically maps math prove that it would be fatal because yeah. they, they get to china at the last possible time when the fireworks would have been going off and to get from where agraba likely would be on a map to there put you at speed that if you, you could not survive that without magical powers basically
1: also in that era of music videos without music you know where they would take out the music and add in foley yeah someone did whole new world but with just like wind noise. <laughs> is it just
0: the worst sound ever?
1: <laughs> it's like wind noise and then like muffled singing over each other. <laughs> no.
0: Alex is able to find a gas can, but as he does that, a huge wave uh does hit, knocks both of them overboard. Scott starts to sink and he ends up swimming back up. The only thing that like drove me nuts about this is Scott doesn't take his shoes off ever, which I like I get why, but like swimming with shoes on is so fun fucking hard to do. Oh,
1: I didn't even think about that because I can't swim. So that's another thing. Oh, really? If we gets get stranded in the ocean or something and I go over, I'll just sink like a rock. You can't swim? Uh, you know how bad it is? When I was a kid, my parents, I don't even know how many times, I remember it was multiple times, had sent me to swim lessons and the instructors always refunded my parents.
0: Did they ever do the thing where they just like threw you in the water and then you just sank to the bottom like a rock? My PE teacher... Okay, so Tried I'm to murder making, you.
1: I'm not making up this name and it's, I usually don't mention specific teachers by name, but it's almost too novel not to say and also he was a great guy so this is not on him this is just the time his name was mr her and he did that he threw one of those rings at the bottom of the pool and he just shoved me in the pool once again (laughs) 90s and he was like get the ring i technically did it but not correctly it was like i sank at the bottom and then i like twitched my legs long like around enough to like hook it with my toe and then i just like kind of struggled back up the side of the pool and i was like that wasn't technically swimming but i guess you did the thing and you didn't die so we're not gonna try that again but he tried uh, to
0: kill you rod
1: but there's something about my body that's like super dense and also i'm weak like (laughs) physically so the the muscle strength and the density just doesn't balance out like you know how most people are like well if you just stand still you'll float not you not doesn't happen with me the only place i float are those sensory deprivation chambers because the saline content or the salt content is bizarrely high so like anything can float in there, but in normal water, I guess ocean, but even the ocean, I love swimming in the ocean, it scares the shit out of my friends. Don't go to the ocean with me. Cause I'll just jump in and I love it. And all my friends know, I don't know how to swim. Yeah. And my, my instinct is just like, now just drift back onto shore.
0: <laughs> how have you survived this long?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> so speaking of Rod sinking, the boat starts to sink, more waves start hitting. And then Scott and Alex are able to like get close to each other. And then Alex kind of has like that, well, this was good. while it lasted moment because he's like, we finally got to get to know each other. And then this shit happens. My note
1: here is just three words. Alex accepts death. Yeah, he really
0: does. (laughs) Yeah, because he basically is like, just so you know, I had started the legal process to change my last name back to Summers. And it's like, oh, wow, that's really sad. That's That's like the last thing your brother's going to hear you say before you both fucking drown. yeah. And then Scott's like, no, you can't talk like that. You know, a chopper is going to pop up out of nowhere and save us. And then the chopper arrives. Yeah, I, at this point, it was a little corny, but I like where they went with this. I like where they went with it. If it was yeah. just this by itself, I agree, it would have been absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so they drop a winch down. Scott makes Alex put on the harness first. And as they're starting to pull Alex up, lightning <laughs> then hits the propeller. And they have a total system failure on this helicopter. Just the worst luck ever i mean i know they're in a hurricane so it's not
1: optimal conditions but pretty much everything that could go wrong went wrong besides immediately
0: dying well and i don't know if there's anything different with it because there's hurricanes and there's typhoons i'm used to hurricanes on the east coast i don't remember lightning being a regular thing during hurricanes i feel like Mm, that's like it's a thunderstorm not a yeah. hurricane or but
1: it was happening it was happening like not independently of the hurricane but it wasn't because it wasn't
0: i i just can't for the life of me remember hurricanes having lightning and i lived yeah. through a lot of them so
1: oh uh, this is another you mentioned this a couple times in other episodes about like animation notes because they say harness in the show
0: but i think whoever
1: whoever was animating didn't get the specific note because it's just a Tube lifesaver thing, but also they just put it around Alex's
0: neck. Well, there was there was the tube, but you, it also had a like strap that meant to go around your chest. Oh, okay. I didn't so that. I just saw the tube around his neck, and I was like, "That can't be good." No, there, there. I I did notice that it was not a harness type thing that I've seen in the past, but it also was like it almost looked like it was like a belt that went around his chest underneath the other thing. Because I know the spot you're talking about. So that's when come back from break the helicopter is like crashing towards Alex and Scott and Scott blasts it so it doesn't crush Alex and that's when the two pilots jump out from the side into the water and of course they actually have life vests on them because they were prepared for this right. this was a good
1: example of how you've always described cyclops's powers as being like a force class
0: as opposed to a laser which would yeah. in theory just blow up the helicopter yeah
1: yeah it didn't blow it up it didn't like heat anything It didn't mm-hmm. like you know it just like kind of pushed it
0: well away. and i think this comes down to what we've been like talking about for this series is control because we, like, literally last episode oh, yeah. was all about beasts losing control. Cyclops knows he has to do this a certain way, because if he doesn't do it hard enough, Alex is going to get crushed. If he does it too hard, he might kill the two guys who were just trying to save him, too. That would suck. Save my brother, kill two first responders. Yeah. But the harness is stuck on Alex, and as the helicopter is sinking, Alex gets pulled down with it. And then, legit, I think the only unrealistic part of this episode is that Alex is unable to like cut it using his own powers and Scott wow. is able to swim down fast enough to get to Alex and unhook him then something that was sinking. That was the only part that felt like yeah. off to me for yeah, what is a
1: helicopter worth. sinking. Yeah, I kind of get Alex's powers cuz he expressed several times that he's like just wiped from either circle. Right.
0: It was the swim speed was was the thing I was yeah. like, "Really?" Like that's <laughs> that's like submariner type shit right, <laughs> right there.
1: Maybe we'll learn something else about him. No, we're not not. going
0: to learn that. Yeah, Your dad actually was not Corsair. It was Namor. So he is able to get Alex out. They swim up. And then the pilots mention that they can't see Scott and Alex. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, completely lost him.
0: We jump over to the jet. Storm knows that the helicopter is down. And then Gene sees the funnel clouds, which are fucking terrifying.
1: Storm was much cooler about this than I would have been because they're clearly funnel clouds. Yes. What are those? and storm's like those are funnel clouds dumbass but also like i love storms like we should be fine unless they touch the water I'm like what I, highly probable
0: <laughs> i literally wrote down because it is it is such a trope it's like storm jinxes everyone by saying unless they touch down
1: yeah because there's not much around and also like i don't know where it was you know how it was like where you were but where i grew up there was all a lot of tornadoes nope not at like, all we had, we had a lot of funnel clouds and i mean grand not all of them touched down but like a lot of them touched down
0: no i've i've been lucky that i've not been in areas where tornadoes are a thing i moved from blizzards and hurricanes to earthquakes that was that was my life transition but yeah so storm like i said jinxes everyone in the water alex starts to pass out and then the coast guard shows up and picks up the two pilots and they're like yep we we lost the kids i guess (laughs) i when i saw
1: that ship i was i was i knew they wouldn't do this but i was kind of expecting them to be like they were just ran over the kids because this ship was so big and they were close enough to get the guys from the
0: helicopter right. and i was like oh my
1: god did they drown those kids under that boat
0: here's the thing i'm not as worried about them drowning the kids i'm more worried about the propeller eating those kids right all of a sudden there's just red after the boat yeah that's a boy's moment oh that's 100 a boy's <laughs> moment so the jet gets closer they start to see signals in the water and immediately that's when the funnel cloud touches down. And these kids are the strongest two swimmers in history. Because they're managing to swim and not immediately get sucked into this funnel cloud.
1: Yeah. That someone someone more scientific knows like the actual force of that. But just put it in perspective, I've never been in the middle of the water when a funnel cloud touched down. But funnel clouds on land will tear apart a house like it's made of cards. Right. So a person, I have I know that there have been some people that have survived being sucked into a tornado, but I don't think that's
0: common. And so, like, they probably would have been ripped apart, right? I mean, is the ripping apart from the tornado because of the speed of the tornado, or from all the shit crashing into each other? I think,
1: yeah, I, yeah, I think it's the velocity of the force of the stuff in the water, right? right. The water and like the stuff that they're in, especially if they're trying to fight it. I don't know. There's no injuries. They didn't have scratches when they
0: came. Yeah, to they fight. were they were they were pretty okay. <laughs> But they get picked up, Xavier sees it. Storm is in her little perch, which we've now seen multiple times. I love they built something in the jet specifically for Storm to go on top of it with a little like back harness so she doesn't get like shredded from it.
1: Yeah, this ain't their first rodeo. I kind of hope that we see some missions with the adults before the kids join the institute because it'd be cool they probably won't get into the origin of that like a little bit of like a flashback yeah something because like that implies missions where that was needed and did not exist
0: right right Gene uses her telekinesis and it's like I literally always put TK instead of telekinesis (laughs) and it reminds me of Ness from Smash Brothers because he has pk instead of tk oh, so gotcha, gotcha. yep storm is up top she's struggling to keep this thing under control understandably so mm-hmm. and then scott and alex just grab on in time and then they're like cool we're going to get the fuck out of here you see scott and alex that are like huddled up against each other and there's like the whole like brothers got to stick together moment mm-hmm. and then there is a extended sequence of like Flying over the clouds music. Oh, I guess I didn't clock that. I was probably because I was writing notes and stuff. It was probably 15 (laughs) seconds of just like flying, flying, get a little bit of like crescendo of music, and then they pop over the clouds, which is always a cool scene, like of any hurricane, I will say, is like, you know, everything underneath, like the world is ending. And then as soon as you're above the cloud, it's like, it's peaceful mm-hmm. and serene and like the white clouds and stuff like that. Yeah, Cause the sun is sh- still shining on it.
1: Oh yeah. Like in the matrix when Morpheus saw the sun for the first time.
0: Yeah. I don't remember that. I, I blocked uh, I have blacked out the entirety of the matrix except for the first movie. <laughs> I, I like, I liked but I wonder if that was a padding for time thing. You know? I think that might've been, I actually wrote time killer. Cause it was, it was like, there wasn't a reason for it. Like there wasn't like a voiceover or anything. It was just like, here's 15 seconds of animation jump back into the institute so apparently the jet is so so fast that they were able to fly from the start of the snowball fight to hawaii save alex and scott drop off alex at his family and then get back and put scott into the med bay and beast had only just gotten tired from the snowball fight oh i didn't even put that time together that's hilarious i did like as he's like getting ready to leave they gave like the oh shit he's gonna step on berserker's face like there was like a thing where berserker was like laying down on the stairs and beast like steps over and he puts his hands up like he was gonna step on his face it was such a subtle touch but i actually really dug it
1: i forgot yeah okay no i do remember that now because beast had worn all the kids out he did what i did to lucy today and he was like just walking away that's funny so maybe maybe that was realistic i mean i not the timing of flying but they were snowball fighting all day so that yeah literal teenagers at the peak of you know having energy yeah
0: like going hard for like two three hours or something yeah yeah but still flying from new york (laughs) to hawaii drop alex off after saving them and getting back yeah Still did in that time frame, which is impressive. So this is where I want you to pull the video if you can. Well, dude, if you could pull the video on this, this would be amazing Uh because there's this weird animation glitch where Kurt is talking to Professor X, and as that's happening, his mouth pops into his forehead. Oh, I didn't catch that part. Yeah, it and it like I was like, what the fuck? And then I did see it on one of the the fandom wikis too, that they mentioned it as well. I was like. Oh, that definitely had, a. a, there was something got messed up because it's like at least a second and a half of animation. It's not like one frame. It's like you literally see mouth opening and closing and it's on Kurt's forehead. Oh, wow. So it's like a couple dozen frames. Wow. God, I would love to get a a hold of one of those. Like, it's cool to have an animation cell from anything if you have like a pivotal moment, but a glitch frame is pretty damn good. I thought you were gonna talk about the next part. So jumping (laughs) over to that, Xavier is like, yep, we fixed the image inducer for you. Kind of just, like, stop fucking around. And Kurt, of course, is like, I would never do that. And it's like, well, obviously, you're a liar. (laughs) Gene is feeding Scott and checking on him. You know, they mentioned that, you know, he hopes Alex is getting that kind of attention from his family back in Hawaii. And then Kurt walks in, and this is, like, the weirdest button to end the episode on, where the image inducer had put him into, like, girl mode. Mm Mm-hmm. And Xavier did it, like, on purpose as a joke, and everybody's laughing. And it's just like, I mentioned it in the last episode, it is such a strange through line that had no specific payoff to it other than being a running gag throughout the episode.
1: Yeah, it was, oh, that's, oh, that's the secondary story you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I kind of said this about the fat joke, and then this thing, especially Professor Xavier having this kind of sense of humor, doesn't fit, at least... In my opinion, it just, the joke just fits for the time because that was usually like a cheap punchline, you know? It was like, right. oh, he looks like a girl now.
0: Yeah, it was kind of like that, that joke. Because what was it? There was a Rob Schneider movie where he like was body swapped and like that was like a common joke back then. It just did not make sense for Xavier to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it didn't, and especially the end didn't, it didn't make I think this is one of the things Stephen had mentioned that it, it, they wouldn't have done now. Right, And because also, why would Nightcrawler turn on his image inducer when he's in the mansion visiting two friends? You know, like
0: maybe it's just the whole like making sure it still works kind of scenario. Yeah. Like because because he walks in and they're they're surprised. So I don't think it was like him like messing with it. I think it was he just turned it back on kind of scenario. Yeah. It was like, I don't know why it was there. It just was, you know, it was just
1: it was just a product of his time.
0: 2001. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> exactly, and then it was like, yeah, Kurt also made a hot girl too.
1: So right. maybe that's what they really did it for. They were like, uh, somebody's gonna make a poster out of this.
0: It's like the second time this season where you're talking about like something being made for the poster. I don't. God damn it! Now I have to Google. Like, were poster. there X Men Evolution posters? I'm just saying,
1: somebody. You know, this even though tech wasn't super super far along. I feel like I was in when I was in college. We would screen cap stuff. Not like you know, like off DVDs or anything, but like we would take pictures of things and like you know print them out or whatever.
0: I'm not seeing any posters for sale, Rod.
1: All right, well, somebody, somebody on Etsy, you gotta, you can probably find your audience.
0: <laughs> I the most I am seeing are VHS of the series because we know that they never put out the the last season on last DVD, season, yeah. according to the conversations with Steven. Yeah, and then like there's random Etsy style pages that are selling like fan art and stuff like that but i'm not Mm -hmm. seeing official art so the marvel comics had atrocious covers at this point i'm gonna screenshot that one because it's just fucking bad
1: that's hilarious i'm pretty certain though someone just independently was like that works for me and then figured out a way to like print it out
0: what is it it's it's there's there's rule 34 and then there's the other one that if there is a character there is a gender swap version of that character somewhere online that's one of the other rules of the internet yeah maybe maybe that was their thing they were like we'll just get ahead of it Yeah, that's the the end of the episode. So, the one random fact that popped up, according to the Evolution Fandom Wiki, this received a Golden Reel Award for Best Sound Editing for TV and Animation, specifically this episode. episode?
1: I didn't notice anything. I mean, maybe it's because I'm watching on streaming, but I didn't notice anything super crazy. I'm also not a sound editor. I mean, I know I work in music, but I don't know Foley and stuff.
0: I don't know. I mean, maybe they were just very impressed by the hurricane effects and Ah. such.
1: Or you did say that there was an effect with one of the characters I saw, and figured out at the beginning. Maybe there's something like innovative about that. I don't know.
0: No, that one is that one literally wasn't... an homage that you have uh, not picked okay. up on.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Huh. Interesting. I guess it's kind of like was it Suicide Squad or something that won the Oscar for VFX or costuming or something? was it one of the Was one it, of the was it makeup? Something like that. One yeah. It
0: was. Absolutely... It was. It was. It was the first Suicide Squad, yeah. not the James Gunn one.
1: Yeah, it was like a just a, you know, universally panned movie that like won an Oscar or something, but it was some random category. They are like, oh, I guess.
0: I want to say it was probably makeup and costume because of Killer Croc's look.
1: Okay. I guess that kind of tracks.
0: Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, full body, practical and shit uh-huh. like that. So, okay. Yeah. So, like we said, this is one of the lowest rated episodes. When I was watching them two nights ago in prep for this, I texted Rod and I'm like, <laughs> Just so you know, it's going to be a weird episode. Yeah, And the reason why I was saying it was a weird episode was literally because weather is the big bad. Bad and the image inducer was like a non sequitur. I wasn't even worried about that part. It was just kind of like the like, there's no villain here. This is just like nature sucks. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. But the what was the 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 true heroes were the brothers we made along the way. I guess that was really the goal of the episode was to like. Re-bond. give the
0: give the family moment yeah
1: yeah because they didn't really have that before I mean, they, they right. did it in the it was a finale thing it was more of like the stakes were the world in the x-men and so this was the stakes were just them
0: yeah and we didn't really get the whole like conclusion of what was going to happen with the two of them with like alex just being like yeah i'm not going to join the team you know and then the only other thing we really had was them like hey i think i'm gonna like you know, try to become a pro surfer and not come to the Institute, you know? Yeah. And he's oh. exhibited that he's not good at either. I mean, he was a lot... Here's the thing. A lot of surfers do fall. Yeah, no, like, I get that. but That's but, part of surfing.
1: But surfing also starts at the decision of what waves to take, and he grossly miscalculated.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I feel like a lot of surfers would grossly miscalculate that. No, I get that. I still... I, I, I would still argue that... It's a bad instinct. It is <laughs> a bad instinct there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's very fair, so... All right, Rod, closing thoughts on this one?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, it's good to see the brothers bond, but otherwise, like, weird, I guess. Yeah, if we wanted to see Castaway X-Men, you got your wish. Here you go.
0: I kind of love that. Castaway X-Men. That's solid. All right, well. Thank you guys for joining us. If you have any thoughts, make sure to drop them into the comments for the the YouTube upload or the official Instagram post of this episode. If you like what you heard, we appreciate a rating on the podcast app you're choosing. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, and I also put random like questions in the the Spotify upload because that's the spot where I'm allowed to do it when we do our upload. So answer those. Nobody has yet. I just put them there. We'll look at it in a year. Yeah, we will.